Hello and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast, talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. People need people. That is a fundamental fact of how things work in societies. We are one of the most gregarious species there is. And our connections with other people have a fundamental impact on our health and our well-being. We actually need a whole range of connection, though. Typically, you would think about needing close family, those people who really know and understand you well, your close friends, those who, yes, you would definitely turn to and get help from in times of trouble. Those are kind of the obvious connections, but there are also less obvious connections that still add to our sense of well-being and the richness of our lives. We actually, it turns out, need a whole series of different intensities of connection. So not only those close relationships with family and very good friends, but also then the acquaintances, our neighbours, plus also the interaction we have with complete strangers. Those relationships also are important. If we feel as though we can go into our local environment and see the strangers around us, but actually not feel frightened, feel as though they are other people who belong in this neighborhood, feel as though we can trust the people in our neighborhood, that makes everything feel better. And sometimes you will find that having places where people will regularly congregate and things like the cafes, um, little parks where there's benches and things, as people have their daily routines, those relationships that start out as strangers passing can actually turn into friendships. Um, I mean, the lady who made, who decorated my beautiful, beautiful wedding cake had actually become a close family friend simply because she used to take coffee in the same little cafe that I went to every weekend with my mum and my nan when I was young. You know, we always used to go on a Saturday to the same shopping centre and halfway through our shop, we would go to the same little cafe and order a drink and the coffee was delicious. Um, And we would often see this same lady in there. She obviously had the same routine. And then I think one day it was as simple as the fact that there were no other tables and she asked if she could join us on our table. And from that moment on, we saw her more regularly and she became a close family friend. This is the kind of thing that can happen when we allow those relationships and when we have the homes and the buildings, the cities that are designed to support relationships. Now, if we go to the other end of the relationships, we're looking at the design maybe of the home. That again still needs to allow these levels because we need some time maybe with the the family and with the connections, but we also then need our own place and time separate. We need our own privacy. 
So what this means for home design is that we need to allow for spaces where everybody would come together and also spaces where people can feel comfortable being on their own. With the increasing use of open plan spaces, these are great for bringing people together. People are watching TV together, maybe at the same time as somebody is cooking or preparing dinner, that kind of thing. You get a lot more interaction going on. But then we also need to be conscious that somebody might not feel comfortable trying to read or do something quiet like doing some work or homework. If you're in a room where a dishwasher is running and a TV is on, we need to, in particular in those places, make sure that perhaps there are bedrooms or other rooms in the house that are quiet and private places. We also obviously need to pay attention to things like how private people feel when they're going to the bathroom. If you have guests stay in, do they have easy access to a bathroom without maybe having to come through a kitchen or are they being expected to share an ensuite bathroom? People often feel quite uncomfortable about this because the bedroom is seen very much as a place that's private. So an ensuite bathroom where you have to go through the bedroom, again, feels like a very private space. And even if no one's using the room, guests will still naturally feel a little bit uncomfortable having to go and use that bathroom. So these are all considerations as to how we allow people to feel as though the space matches the level of privacy or being public that they actually feel comfortable with. If you're living in a very crowded city, it can feel as though you're public too often. So there's constantly people around you. And therefore, your antidote to that is to try and seek total privacy, locking yourself away from other people. But actually, what you need to be trying to do is to get the levels of connection in your life. So places where you are around other people and, and they're strangers and maybe you're not interacting with them. And then other places where maybe you start to make acquaintances. You can nod and smile. Maybe you go to the same shop all the time and you gradually get to, to recognize the staff there. And then you have the friends or the work colleagues that you spend a bit more time with. The important thing in all of these things is to look for the balance and, and the layers of connection because that ultimately is what will give you the level of comfort and support that you need in your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to the Enriching Design podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and be sure to head over to digonhome.com and join the email list and our Facebook group for personal updates and access to special offers.